Please be aware the following program contains some strong content which could be distressing for some listeners. Hi, my name's Julie Mackin and this is the 5-Minute Advocate. Like a lot of us, I have been thinking about language, about lies and about propaganda, in part because of the war going on between um, Hamas and the Zionists and in part because of the referendum into whether Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people should have a voice in Parliament. We've seen the production of a lot of propaganda of late. I work in the Justice and Peace Office and last week we were trying to decide how can we best be of use in a climate that is seeing truth and decency and love thrown to the dogs really in the interest of winning, you know, winning a war, winning a few years in Parliament, winning an argument. Um, At the time, you know, post-referendum, I thought that that was probably the high tide mark uh, when it comes to a triumph of lies and self-interest and misinformation. But then, of course, Hamas attacked young Israelis and slaughtered over a 1,000 Israelis um, over a period of, I don't know, three days. We are now three weeks into the response from Israel and um, 9,000 Palestinian toddlers, children, women, old folks. And it's a toll that's climbing. This has been inflicted by an enraged Israel. The production of propaganda and lies and dissembling is at full tilt. Um, And, you know, propaganda takes a massive variety of forms. At home, that has seen six former prime ministers, none of which were known for their moral clarity or courage, suggest, and I'm quoting from their letter, there is no more tenaciously evil race hatred than anti-Semitism. As if the racism experienced over the last 230 years by First Nations people is not quite as important, or the slaughter of tens of thousands of Muslims, over the last two decades, is kind of pale in comparison. It is an absolute nonsense to try and privilege one kind of race hatred over another because that is what race hatred is built on. Right now, words desperately matter. The ones we use, the ones we refrain from using. They're matters of life and death, like the word genocide. The UN experts remain, and this is a quote from them, convinced that the Palestinian people are at grave risk of genocide. Words really matter. Which kind of brings me back to where I began with us at the Justice and Peace Office, wondering how we could be of service to justice and peace in this, you know, post-truth world. Of course, we began by thinking, okay, so maybe we try and, you know, tackle misinformation lies head on. When we see it, read it, hear it, we call it out. Uh, That's a job that would become very full-time very quickly. Um, And then, of course, you know, the reality is... um, we have a dynamic of contested assertions of fact. We're currently going through a moment in history where we are so divorced from reality that facts no longer appear to exist. To be honest, I'm just waiting for someone to suggest that gravity itself is a hoax. Anyway, I suggested that we don't do that. Rather, we focus instead on talking about and writing about the things that matter to all of us as human beings, matters of love, matters of inclusion and courage and compassion. Because in the end, the only thing that will save us from our own personal and collective inhumanity and selfishness, from our own fear and hatred, is love. We're defined and created. We're held to account by what we love, by who we love, by how courageously and generously we love. And of course, love is all about relationships. It is our relationships, our loves that make every life meaningful and every death grievable. And it is love that demands we speak each other's name and that we remember those who have died 
in frontier wars, in jail cells, in immigration detention camps, in Gaza, in Kibbutz Beri. We have got to remember. On Friday uh, of the previous week, Australia abstained on a UN General Assembly non-binding resolution calling for a humanitarian truce in Gaza. Abstention in this context is a calculated silence that encourage all of us to look away and ensures we are in complicity with both the Zionists and the United States, whether we want to be or not. Silence won't do when it comes to the national project of becoming a more loving nation. And I am sure, like everyone listening, we all want a lot more of that. Words matter, relationships matter. In the end, the only thing that really matters is how well we can love as a nation. And that's all our business.